Hello and welcome back to Different From What I've Seen with Life Coach Franzani. So I am doing a follow-up to the all or nothing, how to enjoy life when when it doesn't look exactly like you like. It was a podcast I did a while ago and it was interesting because I decided to do a follow-up, but I hadn't actually listened to what I had said before until honestly, just this morning. Because I don't know about you, but I feel like it's so cringy um, to listen to myself. Oh, I forgot to do an intro. So different from what I've seen with Life Coach Franzani. Um, if you haven't been here before, I'm Life Coach Franzani, and this is a podcast all about me going after the life that I that's different from what I've seen. I, I decided in 2018 to quit my career in uh, corporate America and start my own business as a life coach and go after living in the city and all the things I only dreamed about. I decided to try and make a reality and it is 2023 and some of those things are reality. Some of those things aren't. And I am this episode as follow-up to figuring out what my theme kind of this year is, which is finding what feels good, which is why I started this podcast in the first place. I've been in this place of a lot of things are going really well, but they're just not exactly what I want. And I have this huge kind of gremlin in my brain that tells me if it's not exactly what you want, then you're failing. And um, while I didn't tackled, like I didn't think that gremlin didn't come up as much. There's some interesting things that did come up. So I think the three things that I could, if I could sum it up as I was walking to um, record this podcast and thinking through, um, things I could sum it up as are, I had to make peace with what is Secondly, I did. I had to tame the bitches in my mind and, you know, turn the critics into fans. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. And then finally, I had to, like, define what I wanted this time in my life to look like. And I had to make that fun. Like, I did it in kind of a boring way. I talked about mantras originally and, like, I talked about that. But anyways, I found a fun way to do it and I will share that with you. So let's start about, let's start with the first thing, making peace with where, what things are. So I am, my business isn't, doesn't look exactly like I want as far as like the big dream business. Um, I have a 40 hour a week contract in person, which wasn't the dream to, you know, to work from home and have this gorgeous home. Um, That home has yet to exist as well. Uh, but I do live downtown in a beautiful condo. Um, and so I've just had to make practical decisions. I needed to make more money consistently. Um, and so I did that. And I was saying earlier that maybe the voice that I had to change with is that I had to make peace or I had to, um, maybe I do have exactly what I want and I'm not going to do that. That path feels wrong. The idea to try to reframe this time and say, oh no, this is actually what you really want. No, I think that's a little bit gaslighty and that is not how I feel. So no, but I did have to make peace with the fact that I did have to make these decisions. I made them from a place of empowerment 
And I got like, part of making peace with that was recognizing that I was kind of whining and wallowing. Like, I, I had to, I had to, there's, I was, I was in my feels, you know? I believe that we have to have our feels, but I am embarrassed to say because I'm a life coach and I should know better, but I was in my feels, kind of resentful in that little bit of that spoiled woe is me mentality for a minute. There are a lot of things about life that are lifing right now, and it's really hard. And, um, and things are taking longer than I want, and I don't have exactly what I want in a lot of ways. And I just was kind of bitching about it and just letting myself be there. And the thing about being happy is that you have to choose it. You have to choose it. And I had to realize that I was choosing violence, <laughs> not really, but choosing sadness. And I was choosing resentment. And it was kind of a slap in the face because I was like, mm, no, I'm not. But I really, I really was waiting for my circumstances to change for me to then be happy. And that's just not how it works. I have to choose and fight for happiness now. Um, I remember during like the height of the Black Lives Matter movement during um, the pandemic, one of the things I really enjoyed from like artists, Black artists like Issa Rae was Black Joy was her um, was her protest. And I just feel like choosing happiness when everything is such shit is a huge protest. And it's a huge defiant way of, I'm one of the things I'm defining my business as in a program is defiant um, discernment. And I feel like choosing joy and choosing happiness when everything comes at you all at once, which is exactly what adulting is, side caveat, as we will always do. I, I shared a meme that was like, I thought adulting was going to be one thing after another. I was wrong. It's all things all at once, all the time. And that's exactly right. So the ability to choose happiness, I mean, we all have the ability to do it, but doing it and sticking to it is the flex, is the defiant um, discernment. Like life is hard and I still choose to be happy. So I had to make peace with what was and stop kind of whining about it. I mean, I have space to whine about it when I need to and be sad. Um, but I was choosing that more often than not and waiting for my circumstances to get better to be happy. And realizing that, I was pretty embarrassed, but also um, made me realize that I could take control of that. And how I do that is going back to kind of the basics for me, which is gratitude journals, um, when people ask how I am, choosing to say well and talking about the good things and reframing things in a better way. I feel like there's a fine line between gaslighting yourself and trying to silver line it and recognizing the good and recognizing the positive. And honestly, I don't know what that line is, but I'm trying to find it because I definitely come from a long line of, oh, just get over it. Oh, just gaslight yourself. And I'm not trying to do that, like strong feelings I want to work through and I want to process, but I also want to choose joy and I also want to choose happiness. And I also want to make peace with how things are. I want to keep trying to be pissed about it. So how is it working for me instead of against me? Instead of what's going wrong, what's going right? Um, I've had to reframe a lot of that because I was realizing and re-listening to that podcast that that was kind of taking over. So it's been it's, it's a fight. It's been a fight, but at least I know what the fight is, which makes it so much easier to be prepared and arm myself. So that's helpful. Um, 
So the second piece was, um, what did we say? What did I just say? Make peace. The second one was, oh, start talking fans in my head. So my coach is mostly a marketing coach, but it applies to everything in life. And so she was talking about something else. But what she was saying is, who are you talking to? And how I interpreted it is, was, who am I talking to in my head? And some of the categories she suggested were critics, fans, strangers, friends, and I don't know. And so she was saying how with strangers, you're trying to over-explain yourself with um, critics, you're trying to defend yourself. Oh yeah, she said haters, you know, you're trying to prove yourself, just all of these things. And I realized that the overwhelming majority of the people I've been speaking to my head, speaking to in my head recently have been strangers and critics. So I have been trying to over-explain and defend myself. And while it doesn't feel like a very heavy, mean place to be, it is a weight on my shoulders because I don't have my own back. I'm constantly trying to prove myself to myself. So I have been flipping the script and starting to talk to fans and friends in my head. And the exercise that she shared that I can share with you is you can picture these people, picture a room of these people with friends. It could be intimate. But if you don't have them, make them up. Some of the fans in my head have been, and I, I mentioned her a second time, Issa Rae, Yvonne Orji, I think of them in Insecure, and just how, and Kelly from Insecure, and how fun they would be as like a hype group. Um, but it doesn't have to be real, right? So start think if you think, because I already talk to characters in my head, usually they're real life characters, um, of people in my life, and unfortunately, or fortunately, it shapes how I feel about them, and that's a whole other thing. But, um, to flip them and switch them to people who love me and care about me and who I don't have to defend myself with to and who just get me has been such a relief. And it has been such an, it's been so nice because now I don't feel like I need to defend my place in life. There's a lot of things about my life that I really enjoy and I know won't last forever and I know, you know, I don't want to get comfortable or complacent. Like, we live in a condo. It's small and easy to take care of. That's not the dream. But that doesn't mean I can't enjoy the condo. And I don't know why I thought I couldn't have both. I was kind of defending that in the past. But that was that was just my mentality. So being friends with myself in my head, and, and it's always the both and. I both love where I am right now and cannot wait to get out of this, which leads me to my next thing, which is the most exciting part. Um, So I realized that I've been bored and kind of uh, disappointed in this time because, like I said, I know exactly what I want about my future, so I have to find it. I know what I want to feel. So when I feel it and when I'm there, I'll see it. Well, I haven't defined what I wanted this in-between time to feel or look like, so I couldn't see it. I didn't know if I was there. So I was absolutely confused because I'm kind of stumbling around in the dark because things look very different than I anticipated. So I realized I needed to put some intention around the time now. So I was talking to Philippe and he was asking me, you know, what I wanted to feel like. And so I defined it in some kind of ways like valued and purposeful. And those are all fun and dandy. But it wasn't very exciting. I wasn't getting real. It felt directional, but I didn't feel super... um, Moved, And that's what I want to, that's just note, side note. When it comes to personal development, if it doesn't move you, if it doesn't take you there, if you're trying something new, let 
let it go. Try something else, you know, or try it for a while, but like keep your eyes open for other ways to get to that space. So um, something, another thing from my amazing marketing coach that she shared is that sometimes she often likes to relate to things in a relational way. Like what kind of relationships do I want to have with this? Because it helps create direction and purpose. And I realized, okay, I love that because I love relationships. That's my favorite thing about life, my friendships, my relationships, which is why I want to be a life coach, which is why I have this podcast because I love this relationship with you, um, which is why the way I market is through social media because I believe that that's a great way to build a relationship and build a community um, despite some of its shortcomings. But anyways, so um, I thought, okay, so during this in-between time where I'm doing things that I said I didn't want to do, but I'm doing them and I'm enjoying them, what kind of relationship would I want to have with this time? And you know what I thought of, which is so fun? A hot, steamy affair. I am having a hot, steamy affair with this time in my life, with this season, with this in-between time. So I'm doing things that I wouldn't typically do, like with my change management consultant position. I have no idea if this is going, how long I'm going to be doing this. Two years, five years, ten years. Is it going to play a big role in what I want to do with Life Coach Franzani? Am I wasting my time? I don't know, but who cares? So having an affair with, I'm having an affair with my uh, business, with my work, and my work with my business, all the things, right? Like... And I'm, and I'm taking what, what else happens in a, during an affair? You have guilty pleasures. There's a lot of things about this time, like I said, that I really enjoyed. Small condo, um, not a lot of responsibility. Um, I mean, I do have a lot of responsibility with my parents and, and taking and being caregivers, but um, I don't have small children. Um, there's there's just a lot of flexibility in my life. I can sleep in. I can you know have a random schedule. Um, it's, there's just a lot of things I can take advantage of right now that in my future perfect life with my, with F, when we grow our family and when we have a big house that, and we have our perfect dogs that won't be available to me anymore. I won't be able to be this lazy and this kind of like unoccupied and bored because I'll have so many things to do. Um, so let me enjoy that. Another thing about affairs is you know they're going to end and you know that they, there's a good chance that they might end badly and with a lot of heartbreak. So who knows how things are going to end and be abrupt and there's extreme highs when you're having multiple orgasms ideally because what's the point of having an affair if you're not having multiple orgasms? Um, and then extreme lows when the person that your whole life is focused on feels like they're ignoring you because arguably they have something more important that they are working on so or dealing with or whatever. Um, so thinking of this time in my life as a hot, steamy affair has really kind of, A, made it so much more fun to consider. Um, it helps guide my decisions like they don't all have to be so responsible. But the thing is, in a hot, steamy affair, you also have plenty of times when you think, this isn't sustainable. What am I going to do in the future? You long for that time when things are stable because this does not feel great all the time. So all of that's true, right? Like, there's, I'm caught, like I can't wait for certain areas in my life to be much more stable, for uh, my, my business to be more of what I, what I want it to be, for... Um, work to be, you know, 
more of what I want it to be. Just, you know, there, and then there are times where it's exactly what I want it to be. Um, so, but I also know that this time of uncertainty of, I don't know what's going to come next. I don't know what the future exactly has to bring won't be like this. There will be a time where it's very clear where I know exactly what I'm going to do next. And I'm super excited about it. Um, and I'm looking forward to that. So I'm accepting kind of the ups and downs, irresponsible, uncertain, don't know how this is going to turn out, sometimes bored, sometimes awesome experience of this hot, steamy affair that I'm having with this season of my life. Let's be clear, with this season of my life, not in this season of my life, I'm having an affair with this kind of uncertain journey and in-between time that I feel like I'm in. Um, It has put a lot more intention and fun and um, ideas, you know, of how I can live and how I should live to this time in my life. Helps me to guide decisions, um, helps me understand how I want to do things. Like I was thinking about travel during hot steamy affairs. Like we really want to save and need to save and are saving for our next home. So what kind of, so that's the responsible thing. But when you're having a hot steamy affair, you do some irresponsible things. We can afford to visit friends in cool cities. We can afford to go on weekend getaways, you know, same thing with our, with making sure that we have the care we need in the family. Um, we can't do anything long-term until we can get more help and just, you know, there's a lot of push and pull. Um, but you would, you know, you would do anything to steal those 15 minutes with your hot, steamy affair partner. Um, and so I'm going to, you know, steal the moments where I can get those extreme highs and cry in those moments when I'm having those extreme lows and, um, kind of relish in the fact that there's going to be a lot of, let's be honest, when you're having a hot, steamy affair, it's like short lived, there are spurts, but there's a lot of just kind of regular, old, regular, regular life that you just got to deal with. And that's exactly what I'm, I'm going through is kind of the regular, regular of what it's like to juggle 40 hours plus a side hustle plus, um, responsibilities at home plus wanting to enjoy and have fun and, and plus having big dreams and plus make, you know, plus, 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 um, how do I, I sneak in those hot steamy moments? So that's, you know, those you can take, I'm taking it from a million different aspects and, but it's just, all I know is that it's making things feel very fun and exciting. And that's exactly what I wanted to feel in this state and this time that I felt like I was lacking. I just was like excited about the future. And I feel like right now I'm much more excited about the now by making peace with what is and choosing happiness um, and choosing joy and taming the bitches in my head, really um, recognizing and that I was talking to strangers and critics was a huge flex for me and switching that to friends and fans that has like lifted my, it's been a weight off my shoulders in so many ways. And then adding this fun, fun layer of thinking of this time as a hot, steamy affair. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm walking on sunshine. It feels like so much fun. Um, and, you know, not conflicting at all, just, you know, part of the journey. Maybe I'll have an affair with the whole rest of my life. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. So I hope this is helpful for you. Um, 
you know, maybe you're not having a hot, seamy affair, but you need to have a long-term relationship with something. Are you treating it like a long-term relationship? I've been thinking of treating this time like an affair and not holding on to everything so strongly and not holding on to feelings so strongly because with affairs, everything's fleeting. But, um, and, but I like to hold on to things strongly, right? Like I do want to enter a long-term relationship eventually. Um, so, you know, so are you, if you are, if, if you're the opposite of me, maybe you need to be having a long-term relationship with some something in your life and you're treating it like an affair and you need to switch up how that works. So, um, yeah, if you're feeling some way that you don't want to be feeling, maybe you need to relate to that thing differently. And if you need help with that, that is something we can discuss in a coaching session. Um, and I'm happy to help you. I'm happy to work through that with you so you can look at things different from what you've seen, so you can live differently from what you've seen. Maybe you can enjoy life different from what you've seen. Um, yeah, maybe you have everything you want and it's, you're kind of disappointed because why does why aren't you as excited as, you know, as you want to be so or as you should be so those are some of the things that i'm happy and i'd love to discuss with you but i thank you for holding this space and letting me take the time to process and get back to you on how to enjoy um life in the now when things don't look exactly what you want them to so i love you i mean it and i will see you next time on the next episode of different from what i've seen with life coach francine